All right, so let's talk about some of the key failures that I made with, um, you know, I guess whenever we talk about, I want to make sure that everybody understands that this product is me and Jason. We work on it together. It's not all me, but when I talk about the failures, I want to specifically say me. (laughs) So, um, hopefully you can track that because, uh, most of them are me and, um, yeah, and whatever. So, okay, let's talk about that. Um, I think the first, the first failure, which I, you know, I talked about before that, like the, the failure that we learned from our mistake initially was like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel so silly that I don't follow my own advice. Like I, I do something and I, I, you know, iterate on it. And like, I, I learn a bunch of things with something, but I don't always heed my own lessons, you know, like I need to write down these lessons and scribble them or get them tattooed on my arms so that I never forget that. Like, if you want people's email addresses, offer them something like I've messed up with that initially with this product. Like, why didn't I do that? That's like one one you know, but whatever. So there's things like that, that happened with the launch itself. And I'll say the first thing, and this is kind of a pro and a con. It's a con because obviously it's not good for marketing. It's a pro because there's this kind of weird thing that happens where when maybe there's, there's two classes of bad marketing of marketing mistakes that I've made with this so far. The first is marketing mistakes that are kind of nice to make because you're less of a marketer, which feels good for your soul. (laughs) And then there's the other half that's just like actually bad because it's bad for marketing the thing and it's bad for users because it's confused, things confuse them and they want you to make a pleasant experience that flows well and it, you know, makes them happy and you like your incentives are aligned basically like aligned there's aligned aligned incentive marketing mistakes and misaligned incentive marketing mistakes. The misaligned incentive ones are the ones where like nobody wants a bunch of emails, you know? <laughs> so I'd say that's sort of a misaligned incentive. I th- I mean, I try to make my emails like fun to read and like, I hope you want them, but come on, you know what I'm saying? It, it at least like for me, I, I feel bad sending out. I don't feel bad sending out like content emails, but the marketing machine ones that are like, you know, launch sale ending soon. Like those ones, they hurt my soul. Um, yeah. And other whatever. Okay. So let's talk about some of them. Um, I, I made, I'll say a handful, like if you follow, so some of the resources that I've gleaned off of for this type of, for launching anything, um, I've had a, you know, a handful of my own, but they've all been informed by, so Nathan Berry wrote authority, um, which is an, an ebook on selling ebooks. <laughs> uh, so jokes on us. Um, but yeah, it's an ebook on selling ebooks and he's, he's a guy that I follow pretty closely. I follow him because of Adam Wathen who followed him and repeated a lot of his tactics and really pushed it to the next level. Um, and Adam has a post out from forever ago called, uh, making my first 60, making $60,000 on a ebook and quitting my job or something, whatever. So he dialogues that his product launch of refactoring to collections. Um, and then he also did a conference talk that you can watch on, I think YouTube at microconf called nailing your first product launch. And that is probably the, really, that is the most, I think it's probably the most valuable info product, um, education out there is that single YouTube video. But so these are three kind of things that I pulled from. So let's just say that, that if these three things are my textbook for marketing something like this, I, here are some of the violations. 
already talked about some of the like email newsletter violations, but, um, or bu- building the list violations, but here are the launch violations. Um, a, I mean the launch just like straight up, wasn't that polished, you know, like the site itself, it's still not that polished, which, um, maybe this is a whole episode in itself. We're bringing on a designer because we suck at design. And I, I want to talk about more about why I suck at design. So maybe I'll, I'm going to write this down for a note for myself and let's talk about this. Why I suck at design in the next episode. Okay. Wrote it down. Um, we're bringing on a designer and hopefully, you know, I mean, the goal is we're going to make this thing look really nice and polished, but it didn't look really nice and polished for launch. The content's there. I am happy with the content. To me, the screencasts are squeaky clean. They're very good and they're densely populated with good information that f- flows really well. I practiced and rehearsed for them. The, the code itself for the, I put so much work into these, like the product itself is good, but it's everything around it. That's not that good. Um, so whatever, there's a lot of little nitty gritty things to talk about there, but specifically like the marketing, uh, one one info product marketing one one as told by Adam and Nathan, people like that is like some of the, that the flow of leading up to launch the email cadence. I missed, missed some of that. I didn't send as many emails as I should have. Um, war, you know, emailing people ahead of the launch. Like I only did that once and then e- emailing people to like inform them of the pricing before you send the launch email. Like I didn't do that for a third of the email list. That's kind of a fun story in itself. Like I actually did, we did kind of an impulse launch. Um, maybe that's a whole episode too. I'll say the impulse launch, the impulse launch. Okay. So we'll talk about that as well in a future video. But yeah, to a third of the emails, I just sent like, okay, actually here it is. You can just go buy it, you know, kind of out of nowhere. Like a few days earlier, I sent, um, maybe even a week earlier, I sent some free content was like, yeah, we're probably going to launch this next week at Laracon at the conference, which is another mistake. And I should talk about launching at conferences, um, writing all this stuff down. So yeah. So we, basically just like it's not even like a soft launch like we just straight up launched it a day earlier than we had warned people we didn't tell them the pricing at all it was just like all right it's out there you know here you go have at it and yeah so i I would say that that was a mistake because we didn't follow the email formula to like warm people up for it and get it on their radar and we didn't even tweet about it that day so there wasn't like this huge amount of hype for it um but it, it did all right whatever And then there was kind of, so there were really like two launches. There was that launch. And then we just decided like, all right, let's abandon that and do a normal launch when we said we were going to. And we did. Um, And that was fine. But again, like uh, we lacked the email cadence. And then the follow-up emails, I haven't sent an email since the launch email. And that's like a huge no-no. I could have, I do have track of who paid for by email address, if you bought the course, I know your email address and it's stored in ConvertKit. So I can send an email that says, send an email to everybody on that list who didn't buy. And that's kind of an important marketing tool to use to be like, to send follow-up like, hey, you know, not not so transparent. It's like, looks like you didn't buy, but like, hey, here's some more free content or here's a bunch of testimonies from people who did buy. Like, you know, you do one of those as a follow-up the day, the day after and then the day after that sometimes. And then 
you have like a, a timeline for like a launch sale and then you warn people the day before with an email that launch sale is ending tomorrow and then maybe even the launch sale day end you email. So you have all these opportunities for marketing and they really do work. Like they're not as successful as day number one, but they're pretty darn successful. And that all goes into this launch flow. It's part of it. And I've, I'm sort of a little practiced at it um, with a few, you know, launches that I've done, but, um, but I didn't do them this time because... Yeah, I don't know, because a mixture of all the things, um, chief amongst them, probably, probably laziness fueled by not, by not want it, by liking not being very markety, also fueled by, I can kind of depend on the long tail for this product. So it's not like a make it or break it thing, but of course it, it is good to put in that due diligence and, um, and whatever, but yeah, so, so that was the first mistake is like straight up. Um, so maybe the takeaway here, rather than me just like spewing all my, um, I don't know, my reflections on this and giving you excuses. The biggest takeaway is like, follow the formula, you know, (laughs) the formula works. If you're looking to make, uh, independent income on a product or course or whatever, follow the formula, go, you know, watch one of those videos or read one of those eBooks or blog posts or whatever, and follow that formula to a T and as long as your content is good, if you actually have something that people want that's valuable in your offering and, you know, there's no like amount of, of mark of shilling something that is worthless, um, then that's what you should do. And I didn't do that. And it's funny. Why don't I do that? Because here's what it is, is it takes, it takes diligence and work. Um, there's a lot of like copy work where you have to do a lot of writing and you have to also have confidence in yourself to email that many people about something like that. And again, there is this bit of, um, I think I, I feel this more than I deserve than I should. Um, and that's the marketing sludge that sort of builds up on you. The little marketing slime film that builds up on your body after you send too many of these emails and you just want to go take a shower that that's how I felt with make VS code. Awesome. Uh, for sure was I remember being like, I can't wait to not sell anybody anything and just give people stuff for free for a year, you know? And I, I did that um, because I don't know. It's like when you follow that formula, you do feel like a marketer. Um, I've never heard anybody who's mad at me for it. That's why I say is it, it's not it's not necessarily justified to feel this way. It's not like selling, selling things is evil. They chose to be on that list. Um, they want that product from you. The people who buy are getting value out of it. But of course, there's lots of gray areas with marketing and whatnot. But at the end of the day, like people, people just don't want more emails, right? And I always just feel that way. So a nice takeaway from this is Caleb got to absolve himself a little bit of being a marketing guy who just like, you know, sends too many emails, which feels pretty good. But the the downside is it wasn't fully an intentional move. Um, it was more just being a bad marketer and... Yeah. Um, and then what, what else was I going to say? It was that. And then also, um, yeah, I don't know who knows, whatever. Shut up, Caleb. I'll see you in the next episode and talk about some of those things that I talked that I said I would talk about. See you.